Love Talk Radio. Should not be done while you're in the in the protocol. 
Um, but you know what? Life happens, and you have to be able to roll with the punches because ultimately my goal is just for anybody who starts this journey to be able to finish the journey and uh, make sure that they can get the results they want. So before I go further, I give my sound check. Um, so if you're on the call, um, hit number one on your phone and put your hand up. Let lets me know you can hear me loud and clear. And then uh, I can proceed, and that way I know that my mic's working and everything is working fine. So if you're on the call, do me a favor and press number one on your phone. Thank you very much. And then go ahead and press one again. That puts your hand down. And that way I know that we can get sound check. All right, so so what are you talking about today? We're talking about eating out on the protocol and how to do it, if you should do it. Uh, and if you're going to do it, what's the best way to do it? <laughs> and... Uh, and really, the long and the short of it is, 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 is you know, when we talk about the, the protocol, and I talk about those ten days that you're waiting around for your HCG to arrive, and how those ten days can really be the most important days to protocol. One of those days is about what's in your future for the next 26 or 40, 46 days. I'm really actually the next, uh, your next couple of months, but more importantly, at least the next 43 to uh, 43 days. And it's always important to look at your count and to to see um, what's in front of you while you're going to be on the on the protocol. Because what kind of challenges that can bring? Because every time you have to deviate or step outside of the protocol or come, leave and come back or eat something that is outside of the protocol, really sets you back several days. It's not just one day of weight loss. It could be up to seven days of weight loss. And in a twenty one a 26-day protocol or a 43-day protocol, doing that a couple of times, you're really nipping into um, your overall total success in the protocol. So like I saw on the members forum uh, either this morning, I think it was this morning, um, or yesterday morning I was up at 4.30 and I was looking through the forum trying to actually chime in because I haven't had a lot of time to actually go in and, and, and comment on some of the posts. And, and before I even go there, guys, I mean, those of you guys, if you're on the call, listen to this call that are in the uh, challenge. I mean, I know I said this in the last time we were on the radio, but I just got to say it again, you're, you're an amazing group of people. Um, the amount of love and support you guys have been giving each other. And I even saw that there were some people in there that were ready to throw in the towel. And you guys collectively pulled them back into the game um, and, and helped them stay in the protocol and stay in the challenge. It, it was amazing to be on the outside and watch that. So I got to tell you that I'm very impressed and, and uh, just uh, you guys are pretty pretty amazing to see what happens when you're bringing a lot of you bring a lot of good people together for one com you know for a common cause and that is to feel good and, and, and get healthy and, and help each other do that. So um, my hat's off to you. So with that said, um, the question was you know you know I have. around throughout the day um, and have to eat out on occasion and sometimes packing your food is not going to be an option. What do you do? Um, well, you know, you really have limited choices. I mean, realistically, in phase two, there are not too many places on the planet that you can go to and really stay within protocol perfectly. Um, but there are there, there, there's, there was a couple of go-to places for me that um were that seemed to be almost available in most parts of the most parts of the country and maybe the world. I mean it's like McDonald's, you can find a McDonald's everywhere. I think you can actually find a Subway anywhere. <laughs> um and actually Subway actually has a chicken breast, a plain old grilled chicken breast they use for their chicken sandwiches and you actually can get a salad from them now. 
Um, and uh, you can actually put together a chicken breast salad. I think their chicken breast is about four ounces, maybe four and a half ounces, um, uh, which is perfect size for the protocol. And you actually can put together a mixed green salad uh, with tomatoes and cucumbers and onions and all that kind of stuff, minus the, you know, the olives and the pepperoncinis, what have you. But just you know, all the vegetables that are within the protocol, and and use that chicken breast salad. And and uh, Jane and I always know if we're out traveling, we carry around a small bottle of Bragg's liquid amino acids. Um, it comes in like the purse size, if you will, that you keep in your car or keep with you. Um, my ladies keep with you, and you can actually use that um, uh, and, and actually have a salad with at, at uh, Subway. And that worked for me. Like when we were in Laughlin um, at the beginning of last uh, beginning of the month, actually end of April, beginning of this month, um, and there was a Subway in the hotel. And at least once a day, I ended up having that chicken salad as one of my food choices while we were out shopping around and riding around, what have you. Um, because, and even though I'm not in the phase two, I, I kind of live in the phase three of my life. So, um, but it just was a perfect portion and it had the perfect ingredients and allowed me to do what I need to do with it. Um, the problem with eating out on the protocol is that when you go to most restaurants, if you have to be diligent, you have to be the one that's going to be really responsible for your own diet by, by requesting, from the kitchen that you have things made specifically a certain way, that you get a plain chicken breast with no, you know, added foo-foo sauce or no added, you know, marinades or what have you, and you want a mixed green salad. I mean, so Jay and I have picked out places, and we're actually one of one of our, in our new book, one of the th- parts about that is find the best. It's almost like eat this, not that book. Um, that they put out a couple of years ago, which I thought was an amazing book that kind of gave you choices about what the calorie content was of certain foods. We want to have an ACG diet version of that where you basically, these are the restaurants that we visit on a regular basis and these are the things that we eat because they can keep us within our phase three and phase two, phase three and four of, of life um, without having the massive gains and what have you. So Subway was one of them. Actually, um, Whole Foods is another place because Whole Foods, most, a lot of the Whole Foods have eateries. Now, you may not have Whole Foods in every part of the country. Uh, you got other parts of the East Coast, Midwest may have different versions of it. But I know that some of the big cities uh, pretty much across the country have a Whole Foods um, or several of them in, in the towns where you can go to and they actually have an eatery where you actually can get a uh, chicken breast um, that's been cooked plain and, and also get their salad bar and eat, eat, eat from the salad bar. When worst comes to worst, the salad bar is always a great choice. You, know, you may not be getting the protein, but you actually can take the salad bar and the hard-boiled eggs and use that as the protein, get a couple of hard-boiled eggs, and then, and then take extra eggs and take out the yolk and eat the egg whites as a protein choice. So it is possible to do it, but you have to be very present. And, I, and if you guys have heard me talk about being on this protocol, it, I talk a lot about being present, that, that if, you, if you keep yourself aware every, on a daily basis of what your goal is, what outcome you want, and you maintain a, a state of mind of being present, making choices um, consciously versus subconsciously is relatively easy to do, and you can actually stay within the protocol. But the overall, the best choice is not to put yourself in that position. Ultimately, I think people that find themselves putting themselves in that position or choose not to um, 
prioritize by preparing their foods and carrying with them. And, 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 and even if you have to go back to old school Superman lunchbox, I mean, obviously that, I'm being dramatic, but you know what I'm talking about, having your own lock. They have, they have lunchboxes now. They have their own cooler section inside of them. There is a way for you to actually prepare your foods and keep them fresh and, 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 and away from the heat of the car and that kind of stuff and still stay within protocol. Now, some people, egos will get in the way where they go, well, you know, I live, I work, I live and work in corporate America. I can't do that. Well, I don't want people to know what I'm doing, and uh, therefore I don't want them to see me in my lunch bag. And I got to tell you that whenever you try to hide any part of your life, you may have to, you may have to be specific about what type of diet protocol you're on. Um, but the fact that you're trying to get healthy and 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 eat right or clean up your diet or whatever is really nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but some people want to hide the aspect that they're doing doing a protocol. And I understand this protocol, when you start talking to people about taking injections or drops or this or that, everyone's got their own opinion. And usually it's an opinion from somebody who's never done it um, that's usually, you know, got a bunch of negative chatter going on. But ultimately, the key to success in this protocol is prepare for success from day one. Ultimately, know what's ahead of you. Um, gracefully bow out of, of, of uh, special events if you can. If the things you cannot avoid, then you're going to do, you're going to navigate around that, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But there is a way that if you have to, at last resource, last choice, last dish decisions to eat out, there's there's some go-to places you can go to and uh, eat out in phase two, which is only a couple places <laughs> that I have found that you can actually do it with a 90% safety rate, rate which, which, which simply means to me this. I go to a restaurant and you ask for a plain chicken breast, but the, most of the chicken breasts have already been cooked or marinated in something, you still may end up having weight gain. Um, so chain restaurants that aren't just grilling a piece of chicken, you know, fresh out of the, out of, off the you know, fresh piece of chicken where you can get your way, if you will, um, you may have some problems. Uh, even salads that are pre-tossed end up having raisins or something in the bottom of them or they have carrots in them and you have to pick through the carrots. Most people won't have the discipline either to take send it back and get it the way you need it with just mixed greens. They'll just try to pick through the carrots and go, oh, well, a couple of carrots won't matter. And believe it or not, um, those minor deviations have two downsides to them. Number one, psychologically, you've already told yourself it's okay to break to to, to cheat a little bit. Whenever you whenever you cheat a little bit, you cheat yourself a lot. So having a little bit of something doesn't make it any any um, less dangerous because if you put it this way, would you have a little bit of arsenic? Would you have a little bit of heroin? Would you have a little bit of something that had the potential of of causing some major damage to you? So you have to figure out where your mind is at. That if your mind is in that state where you're willing to have a little bit of this or a little bit of that or cheat the system just a little bit, then you want to go back to your big why and what the heck you're doing this diet for in the first place because you're setting yourself up for huge failure and a huge disappointment. And I and I tell you that I've had people that I've coached on this protocol that have had. Uh, their biggest curse was having some level of success on the diet the first round by cheating because that, that mentality was so difficult, if next to impossible, to break the second time around. So now because they had some level of success, even though it wasn't the ultimate level of success, they end up doing multiple, multiple rounds of this protocol, cheating their way halfway through it. The whole, so instead of losing 40 pounds, they lose 
12. And they'll do seven protocols at 12 pounds a, a point and, and thinking that, well, it's not really working for me. But ultimately, that they can't get past that mindset of, because they've already cheated themselves in the beginning. I hope that makes sense to you guys that listen to this. But and if you know if you've done it, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm not I'm, I'm not pointing fingers. I've done what I'm whatever I share with you, I've done. And I know I'm speaking from firsthand experience or secondhand experience of dealing with people that I've coached. And I've coached a lot of people um, in the thousands. So I've talked to I've had a lot of conversations and I've had a lot of scenarios. But a lot of these things I talk about are from me personally, um, from doing this protocol you know, enough times in research and in real life to know that your mind will, if you get away with something and it and it's, you weren't supposed to, but you do, it isn't a blessing. It's actually a curse because now you can't take back the fact that you've gotten away with something that's not going to serve you in the long run. So let me get back on point. Um, so as far as in phase two, your choices of eating outside the protocol are, are extremely limited. I only throw out those two couple of places because emergencies happen where you get caught up in something that pushes you past your ability to eat or, or you weren't able to prepare something, whatever the case is. And instead of allowing yourself to go so long without eating until you finally just blow it and eat something that's completely, um, you got to the point where you have no self-control at this point and you go and eat something that completely blows the diet and sets you back those three, four, or five days, I want you to know that um, if you're certain they have to be on the road a lot, you see a subway, pull in, have the salad, bypass the smell of the bread, which is very intoxicating, have the salad with the chicken breast, make sure you have on your salad what, um, what the allowable greens are, get it nice and big so you're getting, you know, getting your nice full, full greens, have that chicken breast put on top of that, and have your brags with you. If worse comes to worse, then you have to have, you know, and I'm, t- I mean, ultimate worse comes to worse, oil and vinegar. But I mean, vinegar really, lemon or vinegar is really where you should be. I wouldn't even say the oil. I don't even want to open that door. So, yeah, so vinegar. So it may not taste as good as the brags, but the point is that you're you're solving a temporary problem to 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 really fix a permanent to make to create a permanent solution. So that's one thing we wanted to cover. The in phase two, my first response to you is if if should you eat out on a protocol? No. Um, do you really have to eat out on a protocol? Probably not. And and if you are finding yourself having to do it more than once, you're 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 deliberately, consciously or subconsciously putting yourself in that situation which is ultimately going to not serve you. Um, and probably push you outside of your goal and, and, and push you further away from your goal. And I, and I remember reading a quote someplace um, that made so much sense. He goes, everything, every, every, every food you eat or don't eat can either bring you closer or push you further away from your goal. And I, when I read this sentence twice, and I went, okay, every food you eat or don't eat. And I'm thinking, eat, I can understand. What do you mean by don't eat? And that's the same thing. If you don't eat when you're supposed to eat, and if you don't eat what you're supposed to eat when you're supposed to eat, what happens is you push your body in a position or you put yourself in a position to where now you lack control because you're so hungry, you're so famished, you're weak, you feel sick, whatever. So you psychologically tell yourself, if I don't eat something now, I'm going to really get really sick. And you grab the first thing and your excuse is, well, I was getting really sick. I was getting really dizzy because I forgot to eat my lunch. So I got really dizzy, and so I had to grab this candy bar. And literally those events were created by you throughout earlier in the day by, by making decisions not to eat when you were supposed to eat. 
priority is king. And, and, and I talk a lot about love and loving yourself because I got to tell you right now, obesity issue is not a food issue. It's not a, you know, food allergy issue in most cases. It is a I don't love me enough issue. And that's usually when you can get people back online to loving themselves enough to believing that they deserve to be in the body or to feel the certain body of their dreams or to feel healthy and, the, and to love who they are inside and out. Um, and I'm not saying you only can love yourself if you look good, but my, my thing is you can only love yourself if you feel that you are looking the best that you should be looking or feel like you should be looking um, or feeling or health-wise um, because that's what self-love is all about. Self-love is taking care of the, the temple you've been given and, and giving it the best, the best that it can give so it can in turn give you the best quality of life you can have. So in my opinion, and we're all entitled to in my opinion, um, my obesity issue was me not loving myself, and, and, and I could tell that by the conversations that I had with myself. And you guys have heard me talk about it. I said some pretty, I would say some pretty vile things to myself in my mind, in, my, in that voice that, that talks in your head that sounds like you're talking out loud, and sometimes I would talk out loud as I walked past a mirror or as I got dressed in the morning or as I got out of the shower and had, and, and had to dry off in front of a mirror, you know, and, and I would have these vile comments that, would, that I would not say to anybody on the planet at any time, no matter how much I disliked you, I would not say some of the things that I said to myself to anybody else. And I know many of us have these conversations with ourselves that are very, very um, sad and, and, and very unloving, and that's because of the fact that we're trying to figure, find a place to love ourselves in this body. And so when you make decisions that don't serve you, you stop. I, I want you to think about stopping and saying, you know, I love myself enough to do this. I love myself to be pre- prepared for the week. I love myself enough to have my foods already prepared or know exactly what I'm going to eat ahead of time. I know I'm not going to put myself in this position. Hey, I know what? I know there's a function coming up. I know there's a party coming up. I know there's this coming up. But I love myself enough to not even put myself in that position to um, to derail myself. You know, I, I did a, I did a, um, I just thought about that. I did a, a video, I think I did a video on uh, Super, around Super Bowl Sunday. And I was, and in my heart, I was thinking, this is, you know, I want to give people an alternative. You know, in case you, you're thinking about stepping outside of the protocol, you know, I want to give you, you know, some better choices that you can choose for Super Bowl Sunday eating or whatever, something like that or whatever the case may be. And in my mind, I thought, you know what, this is, this is you know, I'm being helpful because I want to give people, if they're going to mess up, I want to at least let them minimize the damage. And what I realized afterwards, because I had a lot of people, I think it was then, I think that was during the very first challenge, Super Bowl Sunday was during the first challenge. I had a lot of people, I would say a lot of people, I had a few people or several people that were doing extremely well in their protocol um, that this big event was coming and there was so much hype around this, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. It's like Thanksgiving and Easter and Christmas and all these major holidays that surround that are traditionally surrounded by partying, food, beverages, spirits, what have you. And um, that ended up completely derailing themselves, not only from their diet, from the challenge, from everything on Super Bowl Sunday. And I thought, you know what? 
the fact that I actually gave them the out, if you will, gave them the the alternative eating dishes, whatever, if you're going to eat this, eat that kind of thing, and they still were not within protocol completely, I think I opened the door. I actually did not serve them by doing that. So I think when you give people options, so I'm thinking about this whole phase two conversation we just had right now, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying those two places because those are the only two places that I know that you're actually staying within protocol. That anything, and that's why I say oil, I'm like, no, don't even go there. Don't even open up the oil. Just vinegar or you bring your brags and keep it in your car with you, whatever, but don't even go with the oil. Because if you give somebody an opening that they can they can have this possibility and that possibility is not within the realm, that's a little bit of cheating I'm talking about, that little bit of cheating that doesn't seem like it's really hurting anybody, but in essence it is. And I just brought that thought process to me that, that Super Bowl Sunday, how, I mean, I'm talking about the guy, guys, the people that were just, they were kicking butt. They were losing so much weight they would not make sense to you, to anybody, that why would you have lost like 30, 35 pounds in 20 days, something ridiculous like that. You're kicking butt. You're like, you know, and you're, you're on point. You're way ahead of the schedule that you would actually screw yourself up that butt and then screw up and then go, you know, I'm done. I'm done. People, It happens all the time. So... So I want to let you know that if you find if you have one of those mindsets that, and you know who you are, I'm talking to you. You know who you you know who I'm talking to. One of those mindsets that that, and, and tell me if this sounds like you. Okay, <laughs> tell me if this sounds like you. I wonder why we can't have this. I wonder why we can't have that. I wonder why they say you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. If you find yourself being one of those people. You wonder why people, I'm going to call you the wonder why people, just know that you you could be in trouble. Because the wonder why people are the people that don't have a big enough why to begin with. Because when you go, I wonder why, you're not, too, you're not, you should be so scared of messing up on this protocol like I was. I was so afraid to mess up on it that I stuck to it like it was the Bible. Um, I mean, I was just like, I followed it like there were directions to get me out of a cave of hell. But if I didn't follow these directions, I would just die. I mean, that's how paranoid I was. But if you're not in, the, in that mindset and you wonder why, if you can, how you can get, a, get outside the box or somehow, somehow get, get your way, get, somehow get your way, um, you're going to be in trouble because what's going to happen is that you're going to take that wonder why and go, you know, I'm just going to see what, 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 what harm could it do? And uh, and was so was so I think um, so beautifully synchronized when it comes to this protocol that if in fact you most people when you step outside of this protocol it smacks you so hard in the face that it makes you think twice about it. I mean, it smacks you so hard in the face to where you 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 have one cookie and you get on the scale and you freaking gain a pound and a half. But then that's not the bad part. That that seems like the bad part. The bad part is that pound and a half won't go away for three, four days. It just won't go away. All of a sudden, you just stop dead in your tracks, a pound and a half higher than you were the day before, but now it won't go. The next day, it won't go away. The next day, you're still holding on to it. The next day, you're holding on to it. You go, well, I got to do an apple day or something to break this stall, and a lot of times people do um, because they're trying to get back on track. But ultimately, that's five days of your life on this protocol that just got stolen because you wondered why. So if you find yourself having that conversation, if you're reading the diet, if it's HD Body for Life or, or if it's Dr. Simeon's, and you are a wonder why person, 
you need to probably stop and think to yourself and really start writing down all the things you really want while you're doing this protocol and what you want out of it and how important it is to you because there's a good chance, and I'm not saying always, but there's a good chance you're going to wonder why yourself right back to where you started in this protocol. And I put that out there because I get a lot of emails, um, people going, just curious, just curious. And, um, and I go, why are you curious? Why? Really, what are you going to do with it? My wife's got a great answer when our kids ask a question that we think that is really it's just a they're just fishing and like well, what, just I just wonder you know are we having whatever and, and she goes well, what are you gonna do with that information and it makes them stop and think like well I don't uh, uh, and they don't have an answer so my thing is if you ask yourself what do you what I wonder why you can if you can have potatoes and why you can't or why you can't have why you can have green peppers and not red peppers or why you can't have this or why you can have that um, really what are you gonna do with that information because if someone says if you eat these things, these 15 vegetables, these 12 proteins, and these three fruits, and you do this in combination, any combination you like, for the next 43 days, there's a great chance you'll be 43, days, 43 pounds lighter than you are right now. You'll have improved health. You'll have stabilized blood sugar, and you'll have your blood pressure meds probably go away, and you'll look better, feel better, and you're guaranteed if you just simply do that little thing, nothing else, um, where do you get the wonder why? And I'm just saying, as my friend Charles will say, just saying, you know, why people come up with these conversations. So I put that out there because I always want to put food for thought because you all know who you are. It doesn't make you good, good or bad. But I'm saying, you know, if I can put that thought process in your head or call you, call you, call you to call yourself on the table because a lot of people don't know that they're doing it. They don't even know they're saying it. That's why I said, does this sound like you? Because if it does, it just means you may, you may be setting yourself up for failure. You don't even know it. You don't even know what's coming. And I want you to know what's coming because all I want from anybody that ever listens to any blog or any, any blog talk radio show or any podcast or reads my blog or goes to my website or sees my YouTube video or, or reads my book or whatever the case may be, all I want for you, all I want for you is a better, healthier life. That's it. That's all I want from you. I mean, and, that's, and all I want for you is that I want you to get whatever you need to get from this protocol, whatever information, if it lands on you the way I deliver it and you can get it and you can grasp it, you'll do the protocol and you'll reach your life's goal of whatever weight you're supposed to be, feel healthy, feel, love yourself, feel attractive, and pay it forward and just be happy. And, and I have any part of that, then that makes, that makes me feel like my time on the planet is actually valuable, that I'm actually doing what I was meant to do on the planet. So I may tell you some things, you may say you may hurt your feelings or I may land on you the wrong way and just know that it's all because I love you enough that I want you to love yourself enough to actually get this whole protocol. And and it's really simple if you just follow it and you don't wonder why yourself through it. So let me move on to the next topic of traveling with HCG, and then we'll go to vacations, and then we'll open the lines up if anybody wants to ask you questions, and then I'll go go back and have some friends upstairs, and we'll go back and hang out here at the beach. So, um, But I just kind of talk about what comes to my heart, guys, so if I'm rambling, I apologize. But um, tra- traveling with HCG, well, I mean, one of the simple questions is, is people ask, well, how do I travel with it? You know, they have this water 
thing with the little containers. It looks like insulin. Will they stop me? Will they think it's a liquid bomb or all whatever the case may be? And and it's got to be refrigerated. So how do I how do I deal with the refrigeration thing? And and uh, and there's there's some free ways to deal with this, and there's some paid ways to deal with this. And when I say that, because uh, I actually had somebody tell me because. Um, like I said, my parents were my, – my dad was insulin dependent. You know, my grandparents were insulin dependent. But I never really saw as a kid or even a, as a young adult them travel with their stuff. I mean, I'm sure they did because they traveled, and stuff, but I never asked them, didn't know how they did it. So I didn't know that they've gotten so sophisticated now that they actually have insulin packs where they're, they're actually, you know, built in ice boxes and you can keep your stuff cold and that kind of stuff. But I've traveled with my ATG to um, foreign countries and, and, and different parts of the country um, over the years. And I find the easiest place to pack it is in my luggage. Um, and I use either put it in, um, you know, like put it on, on ice in a sealed container and if that ice melts, or I used to have those little ice packs. I actually, the ice was like old school, but I went to those little ice packs. Um, but usually the, the funny thing is the temperature in the luggage department in most most commercial airline uh, airline jets are is so cold down there that it actually works as a refrigeration a refrigeration unit for you. And if you're tra- if you know your travel time from the airport to your hotel or to your destination is within an hour or so, um, the fact that your HCG will actually travel will be perfectly fine. And it's mixed. Um, uh, form. If you know you're going someplace for a longer period of time, then you take the unmixed. You have a mixed version in your refrigerator, and you leave, you take a new vial with unmixed with the bacterial static water and the HCG separated, not mixed. In that form, obviously, you can keep it in your purse, your carry-on bag, or your. But I think just to stop the drama of even having to explain what it is, I put everything in my luggage, in my you know, in my shoe or in my suitcase someplace in the same place, and I just travel with it. No one ever asks me any questions. I've gone to places where they open your bags. I mean, you, you go to the West Indies, you go to you go to um, different parts of the country, they dig through your stuff, man. It's not about just going through the laser, I mean, the radar, conveyor belt, whatever it is, the x-ray thing. So, um, so that one the simple question about traveling with the ACG, how do you do it? That's how I do it, guys. I'm sure there's probably some more ingenious way to do it other than either, you know, option A, getting an insulin um, insulin travel travel pack, which you can either carry. An insulin travel pack, I think people at the you know TSA they, they're aware of what it is and and they don't get too alarmed. But for me, just not even deal with the drama. I put everything in my suitcase, and then let them deal with it, and let them figure it out for themselves. So. And I've never had a problem. Well, you never, ever have a problem? Can't promise that, but I've never had a problem. Uh, or you plan B, you put it on an ice pack inside of a little zip bag, you know, zip bag, and you put it in there. Or you, or plan C, you carry it unmixed, separate, separate, you know, separately unmixed in the same little bag in a little compartment in your luggage. And all three ways should get you safely to your destination. Now, as far as traveling while on protocol. Um, honestly, I don't recommend doing it. It's, there really, there really is. I've never found anybody that has successfully been. A, well, I shouldn't say that. There's been a few people that have successfully been one of those people that travel for a living and and had to do the protocol. But these are extremely disciplined people that have straight up, you know, alpha mentalities that will ask for exactly what they they need from the hotel. Um, 
room service, what have you, they'll demand that it's exactly the way it needs to be. They will make sure, you know, that it doesn't have any of the ingredients that it needs to have in it, and they will go out of their way to get it done. And those are just their personality, type A personality people that can do that. The majority of people that I say they're traveling to any one destination or the other, um, I just tell them that, you know what, either wait till you start the protocol after you get back, Stop the protocol, which we'll talk about on you know vacation aspect of it. But I'll talk about it now. If you know you're going to have to travel someplace, you're you're doubtful that you're going to be able to stay within protocol. Um, you can actually people a lot of people don't know this, but AC you can actually uh, you, I'm sure you all know that ACG will stay in your system for at least 72 hours. That's why uh, post at the end of your at the end of your uh, your round you need to be off HD for three days before you move into phase three to make sure it's out of your system. But a lot of people don't know that you actually can go eight days, up to eight days, and sometimes even ten days off protocol um, and eating relatively healthy, staying within the phase phase two diet menu, but increased portions to make up for the lack of ACG in your system. So you're eating clean, even though you're off protocol, if you break it or you're breaking it. You're, you're breaking it for the purposes that you cannot. You run out of HCG, or you cannot get back to your HCG, and you still want to be on protocol. Um, you can actually be off the protocol for up to eight to ten days, and literally come back after, and start injections again, and resume phase uh, two as normal without reloading, you know, or any of that stuff, and still start losing weight relatively right away. And a lot of people don't know that, so they have thrown the towel. When they, then they think, oh, I've been off the protocol for a week now. I've screwed everything up. I've got to reload. I don't want to do that, and they walk away. So just for, you know, information purposes, guys, if you have an interruption in your protocol based on some people have run out of their HCG and they've had to order it again wait for it to show up, and it takes 10 days, and they're like, oh, my God, I've got to load again, just so you know, you can be off, just eat clean, increase your calories enough to where you're not starving, and your your because your portion your body's used now to smaller portions, so it doesn't take a lot. You can kick it up from 500 to 700, 800, maybe even a max of 1,000 calories, and you still feel like you're having a ton of food, and you're and you're still not hungry, uh, and be off for 10 days. Now, if you are actually traveling to where you're gonna to once you get to your destination, and you're gonna be eating off protocol, which means you're gonna be going back to the habits or the lifestyle that you had prior to being on protocol, then you have basically um, eliminated, you're, 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 at that point, you're kind of recontaminated the area, if you will. I couldn't think of a better word, but it kind of says it all. You know, you kind of cleaned out, you kind of detoxed and cleaned out the body while you're on this protocol. It's definitely a detoxing diet because you're eating very clean. You're eliminating chemicals and food preservatives and all the junk that you normally eat, sugars and what have you. So you've actually deca- decontaminated the body um, purified the body, if you will, and then when you go back to eating that kind of refined sugars and processed foods, you're kind of awakening the beast. So if you happen to be moving to a part of the, you know, your goal is because you're going on vacation, you're taking a planned break, um, then you're actually stopping the protocol and you'll come back to um, your loading days again unless it's, unless it's been only a couple of days. I mean, you, I've had people that break protocol three, four days, they get back on track, but they, they they may see some stalling or some delayed wait. But if you have a prolonged, you know, two-week vacation where you've gone off protocol and you've been eating you know, eating and drinking or whatever, then you, you pretty much want to just stop and, and start again when you come back. So 
as far as travel is concerned, if you are one of those people that are very organized, very, um, very know how to get what you want when you need to get it, and you are serious about the protocol, you can successfully travel if that's your lifestyle. I mean, if you have to do that for a living and business, is it ideal? No. Do I recommend it? Absolutely not. But it, it can be done for the serious dieter who wants serious results. But for the average person who's just getting to the getting through the day is challenging on protocol at home in the comforts of your own home, that's not. I would not recommend that for the weak of heart. Um, and then lastly, I want to talk about um, vacationing, and uh, and this is more about phase three and phase four because obviously you're not going to go on a vacation in phase two, and if you are going to go on a vacation in phase two, you're going to pretty much eliminate phase two and and start over when you get back. And what's the point, right? Um, some people stop their cycle. If you've gone 21 days, at least 21 injections, and this is Dr. Simeon's minimum guideline, and i got to tell you I agree with him that because in my tests and studies, any time we did the protocol for less than 21 days, it really didn't stick. So I know I'm kind of bouncing around, guys, but stick with me here. Um, if you're if you have been on protocol and something and you happen to have to have a, a vacation or event, you've been at least 21 injections or 21 doses orally, um, you actually can um, move into phase three and 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 actually spend your vacation on phase three. And I know, Jane, I know firsthand that it's absolutely possible to be in phase three on vacation if you are willing to make the decisions you need to make. Um, you know, having everything available to you except for sugar and starch, refined sugar and starch, um, it does, yes, take some of the takes takes the desserts off the dessert table in most cases, unless you live in Janie's world, where she creates things that you can you can eat, uh, uh, which are easy to make. But you know, depending on where you're going in the world, but uh, you know, you're going to have to limit. You're going to have to, you know, be willing to put the sugars and the desserts and that kind of stuff and the starchy vegetables uh, and foods off to the side, but you actually, there's a lot of stuff that you can actually enjoy, um, you know, in phase three and still maintain your two pounds um, dieting. But I got to tell you, the secret to maintaining your weight in life, but especially on vacation, I'm sure you guys, if you listen to my, my podcast before, you, you, can, you can tell me what I'm going to say right now. And it's my little my my little slogan that I say for vacationers. And what is that slogan, guys? It is leave the shoes, take the scale. So you leave a pair of shoes behind and you take the scale with you because a scale keeps you present. When you have to when you're out having cocktails the night before, you're out on the beach having your selected drink of choice, and you could be very conscious about the drinks you're having because you know you're in phase three, and there's tons of alcoholic beverages you can concoct that don't have sugar and starch. they got calories, but they don't have sugar and starch. But you have to Excuse me, taking a sip of water. You still have to you still have to count calories or be 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 uh, cognitive of your calorie intake in phase three. Phase two is more about portion control. Phase three is more about calorie control and and food control as far as specific foods. But when you're vacationing on on in phase three and you're having you you're, you can stay with them. But the only way you can check yourself to see how you're doing is by 
weighing yourself just like you weigh yourself every day at home. So if you're out having the cocktails and you had the first day and you kind of went a little nuts and you got on the scale and you're hovering right at that two-pound mark or hovering a, you know, a hair below that two-pound mark and you kind of go, okay, guess what? I know I had these drinks last night. I guess what? I'm going to have to you know, chill out today and not have these choices, not have, not make those choices or eat very clean today. If I know we're going out tonight, then basically eat protein throughout the, you know, throughout the day, keep my sugars uh, down low, and then keep my calorie intake within check so I know that I can go out tonight and these calories, these drinks have these many calories. And I know it sounds like a pain in the butt, guys, but yes, guess what? Would you rather be at your goal right now? Would you rather be 40, 50, 100 pounds lighter today, right now, or would you want to go through this journey again? And that's what—that's really the question you got to ask yourself. When you have reached your goal and you've lost this weight and you've got this beautiful sculpted body that you've just created and, the, and it's quietly, quietly sneaking one pound at a time, trying to make its way eventually if you continue to eat back, go back to your old way of dieting, it's going to go back to your old way of looking, and it's going to, it's going to creep that way up there. And the, and the scale is really the only way of checking yourself to see realistically how how far out of the box you're going. Because I got to tell you, you can gain 10 pounds, after, after, especially after this protocol, after doing the HGG Body for Life or HGG Diet. It re-sculpts your body in a way that it eliminates fat from all places you didn't know you had it. And your body, and it never brings it back in the same place. So what happens is your body can literally put on 10, 15 20 pounds, and in the mirror, it still looks kind of the same to you. Your clothes kind of fit the same. You're like going, well, hey, I'm still wearing the same size clothes. I'm still, I must still, I must just be able to, I must be putting on muscle weight. And you can, you can put all kinds of funny conversations in your head about what's really happening to your body. And then all of a sudden, the 22nd pound or, this, or the 12th pound or whatever it is, it is like a, someone flipped a light switch and you're suddenly the clothes are tight, and then next thing you know you're out of control, and now you're up 30 pounds, and you're 40 pounds, and the nightmare happens again. So when I ask you, would you rather be at your, if, if someone said, you know, you could be at your goal tomorrow here, flip the switch, and you've dropped the 30 pounds you wanted, or 50 or 100 pounds you want, would you want to be in a position that you have to go through this journey again? So every time when I say take the take the um, Take the, leave the shoes, take the scale, weigh yourself on vacation. Like it, and it, you act like it's some, some people act like it's like a huge chore. I mean, you've been doing it for freaking months now. By the time you're done with phase two, phase three, you're in phase four, I weigh myself every day. I've been weighing myself every day now for literally over three years. I don't think I've missed a day. And if I have, it's because I you know, maybe spent the night someplace at, you know, and I didn't have a scale and I did, just didn't know I was going to be out. But I would say, now, I'm not perfect, but I've weighed myself the majority of every day for the last three three years, over three years. And so you do it anyway. And the only reason you don't want to do it is because you don't want to deal with the reality of what maybe what the consequence you may need to deal with. But that's why I'm talking about being present or being unconscious, allowing yourself to be unconscious. Closing your eyes doesn't make the boogeyman go away. You know, closing your eyes doesn't make the reality go away. It just means you're just not seeing it for a period of time. So that's why I say that when you're traveling on vacation, that it's crucial you have a game plan, you know where you're going, you know what kind of food they're going to offer you, and you think ahead of time, okay, you know we're going to have a buffet of all kinds of foods. 
And they're not going to all be bad. So they're going to have healthy foods, and they're going to have medium food choices, they're going to have convenient foods, and they're going to have junk food. Now, I want to live a little, and then we're talking about the phase three of life. Phase four of life, you, you can live a lot. You just have to, you know, keep your, you know, keep stay within guidelines. And I'll touch on that a little bit, too, before I run out of time, but we're good. But say we're talking about just specifically you're in the phase three of life and you're on the, you have to go travel, you have to be someplace, that you're going to have these choices. You're going to look at the choice and you're okay, well, we know we can have this, this, and this. This is definitely marginal and this is absolutely not. Now, absolutely not category is that, remember we talked about that somewhat cheating, a little bit of cheating, bad news. Sugars and starch. And got sugar, and we're not, I'm not talking about refined sugar. Natural sugar, fruit's got natural sugar in it. We're, and we're talking about, you know, um, honey's even a natural source of sugar. Do you want to consume lots of it? No, but it's still, if worse comes to worse, you still would be within your realm to do that. But we're talking about re- refined sugars and, and starches that you go, these are these are no, period. That's my choice. That's my decision. And you bring the scale. Now, I had um, a very, I would say, I say it's a sad story because I had, I, had, I had one of our, on a colleague, one of our, I don't know, coaching guys was students was doing a, you know, one of the, they were doing a great job on the diet, lost a ton of weight, extremely happy. Um, immediately after phase three, I even mean, I think right in the middle of maybe phase three, took a trip, a vacation um, to Europe, and basically in their mind, they were eating relatively healthy. They were walking, you know, looking at all the, you know, walking for miles because they were tour, you know, looking at the tourist stuff and just walking for hours and hours. And in their mind, look, I'm exercising and I'm eating relatively healthy and, you know, what's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, not really. In their mind, because there was no barometer, nothing to check it against, the mind is a very powerful thing that the thought process was, you know what, I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm not going crazy here, a little occasional here or there. And came back, I want to say, 15, 16, 17 pounds, I, I don't even know if it was 15 to 20 pounds heavier in seven days or 10 days, uh, maybe 10 days. 10 days, so basically gained over a pound a day for the time they were on vacation and was completely distraught, completely pissed off. And the thought process in their mind was this protocol was garbage because – you know what? That's just BS. I mean, I I shouldn't have to gain this weight back. I was eating, I was eating good, and you know the other, and I was walking, exercising, and I think in the mindset, I think it was so frustrating that when you really believe you're doing something that you think that's working for you, and you find out it's not, it was very frustrating. I think, and I think more and more, I think there was more disappointment in themselves because somehow they had repeated something that they had been doing for for years. But I, could, I totally got the frustration and, and the and the anger and 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 and, and my my question was did you take the scale with you? I mean I talk about it all the time. I talk about this is key. Anybody that travels without a scale after being on this protocol and losing weight or even continuing to want to lose weight, you just really you might as well just say shoot me in the head right now because that's all you're when you're leaving. You're telling yourself that that you don't care. 
that, you know what, let shit happen, excuse my expression. And unfortunately, you do care, and what happens is you've got to deal with the consequences. And everybody, decisions, you can make whatever decision you want in life, you've got to deal with the consequences. i got hands up, so I hope the hands up because you guys are having audio problems, but um, or they're just waiting for. If your hands up, if you don't know if your hands up, um, you're, you're, you hit number one on your phone. If you did it intentionally and you guys can't hear me or something, then put all your hands up. But, I mean, right now I just see a couple hands up, so I'm just letting you know. If you didn't know they're up, they're up. Um, but anyway, no other hands went up, so I guess you can hear me. So, and it was really, I was saddened by that because now it was like literally through the, through the, you babied out with the bathwater, and now I think that that person was going to now, look, I think they mentioned something about they were going to look at the lap band surgery or something because this didn't work. And I'm thinking to myself, it's not the protocol. And it wasn't that you, and it wasn't that you did anything intentionally wrong, but the road, you know, they say the road to hell is built on good intentions. If you try to be unconscious, if you don't want to see, and I think I met somebody who I'm not taking and he said I'm not taking some stupid scale on me when I go on vacation. That's just bullshit. Excuse the expression. And I was like, Wow, you know, that's yeah, it's it, it may be, but you're extremely upset right now because you can't get, get and they wanted me to help them get back how do I get back that fifteen, twenty pounds? You can't get it back. You can get it back by going back on protocol, but there there's no secret trick I can tell you. There's no state day in America that's gonna drop take twenty pounds off of you. Um that you gained back while you were while you were eating outside of the protocol or eating things that you're that uh, didn't agree with you, and that's why I think that our phase four and our phase three uh, and 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 what we put deep is so crucial because I tell you, I show you exactly to figure out what foods your body loves and what foods your body doesn't love. So because he didn't go through phase four and didn't have that list that mental list. Or even written list of foods that didn't agree with. Even though he thought he was eating, eating foods that seemed healthy, if you eat foods that don't agree with you, if you eat foods your body is sensitive to, you can blow up overnight, and that's a lot of weight. Gaining 15, 20 pounds and and and, and you know, gaining over a pound and a half a day or a pound and a quarter a day is significant weight, and that means basically your, your body's reacting like it's got an allergy. I mean, who gains that kind of weight? You know, over that period of time, unless you're really eating that it doesn't agree with you, and here, in your mindset, you're thinking, hey, you know what, I'm eating healthy. So that's why I explained to you that, yes, when I'm telling you stuff, I'm not just telling you stuff to be blowing smoke in the air or having conversation. I really want you to navigate away from the minefields that can set you back because what I see is that if you're if you are um, not yet – in a position where you you learn to take responsibility for the things that happen to your life, and that we all have some sort of some level of responsibility to that we need to accept where we are in our life. It doesn't matter what as what aspect of life we're talking about, weight, job, love life, whatever. There is some responsibility that we bear in that in that outcome. That it didn't just happen to us. Um, uh, it happened to us by us in some degree. Now, it may be a small portion of responsibility, or it may be a huge portion of responsibility, but to deny there's any responsibility, I think, is actually just silly and not being realistic. And so when it comes to your weight loss or weight gain, you still have to take responsibility. Because if you're losing weight, you're taking responsibility that you're suiting up and showing up and you're losing weight and you're following the protocol and it's working for you. Um, but that equal responsibility has to come from when you're gaining weight and you're making choices that aren't loving to yourself and not serving you. So in this, in this realm of the topics we're, we, we covered today, 
eating out on the protocol in phase two. Really, what's my answer to that? Don't do it unless it's absolutely crucial or an emergency. An emergency is there is no other option. And that's the only options you eliminate because they're not convenient, but there is no other option. Like I've had people that say, I have a business function. I'm a businessman. I have to go to this function and eat. I go, what kind of BS is that? You're a grown man or woman. You're going to a function, a dinner function, and there's nobody that can make you eat anything you don't want to eat and there's no person who's going to look at you and not do business with you because you're choosing to take care of yourself or you're choosing to better your health and all. And literally, you don't even have to give an excuse, guess what, I'm not having that today. Or you don't even have to give a long, drawn-out story. That's your ego telling you that somehow you're going to look bad if you're not willing to have cocktails with the boss or you're not, have, you're not willing to eat the same cheesecake they're eating. And that's, just, that's just not being empowering. That's just, that's just literally... I don't know, I just call it weaseling yourself out of your own life. So there is no, I've heard every excuse in the book about why we can't do something. And I read in one of the quotes, I think, I don't know if it was one of Jeremy's quotes in the forum where he has, because he has, if you need motivation, he says, or no, actually I think it was um, Matt Morris. Matt Morris had a, um, a quote, he said, I wish people would just take the T out of can't. And, and remove it permanently from their from their vocabulary, from their thought process, and from the world. Because you can do anything you want, and there's nothing that you cannot do. And and so I just want you to know that if you find yourself, the moral of this whole story is, if you find yourself giving giving yourself excuses for you to get your way, I want to ask I want you to ask yourself this simple question: Has your way served you? Is it your way that got you to the point that you're actually listening to this phone call in the first place? Is it your way that got you to the health level that you are right now? And barring some sort of disease or accident or something that's beyond your control, were the decisions you made your way up until this point the reason why you're at this point? And you have equal power to make the decisions, your, you know, to follow the way that's been put out in front of you that will get you to reverse all those things that put you back on the right track. And so if you find yourself giving yourself excuses to get your way, to make it convenient or to make it eat, to feed the ego, and you guys have talked about I think my mantra for the month of May has been about the ego, about shutting down the ego. Um, if, if you find yourself in that predicament, just know it's a matter of choice. And, and, and I think it all comes down to the question is, am I going to love myself enough today to do what I need to do today to make me healthy, stronger, leaner, sexier, whatever your motiv- motivation is? So I think that's pretty much I've covered my topics. I want to make a couple of quick announcements um, before I forget um, so you guys that you can, you know, if you don't know, you can spread the words. There's a couple of things that are coming up that I want to talk about. Um, Number one, that we will be, we're going to be having more challenges coming up as as our group, as our current group reaches their basically their fake the, the the week that they're moving into their phase three, uh, which will be basically in a, I think they're they're on the third week now of phase two, um, and it's six weeks. So basically, in a, I think in about three weeks or two and a half three weeks, they're moving to phase three. We'll be then creating another phase. To launch 
um, and contests. So I want to keep the contest because if some people are driven by the contest and the, taking a cruise to the Bahamas or whatever the, whatever the prize will be, if that motivates you, if that gets you off the couch to get you to, stay, to, you know, to stand up and, 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 and show up in your life and do this protocol, then I don't care. It's worth it to me. Um, but I want to keep people you know, join the challenge that way. Um, but, but if you don't know that, if, you, if you're not in it to win it, and it's not about the prize, but it's about the camaraderie and the support and the education and the coaching and somebody helping you go through this protocol, you can join the challenge any day of the week. You can join, you can join ACG90X. ACG90X is live for anybody who wants to be walked through this protocol pretty much week by week. And I almost say day by day, but there's some days that, that I just say, you know, this is your game plan for the week. You guys got to do it. It's not sometimes every single day, but most of the, most of the time, it's pretty much daily, weekly. It's, I'm in your face at least two, three, four times a week. But if you're if you're if you're looking to get this, I got to tell you the most one of the most valuable things about this whole challenge. Number one is the, is just having someone break down the content and give you a, a roadmap and and a, and a game plan to follow on a daily basis. So it takes you, kind of takes your thought process out of the equation. But I think really it's what's powerful too is the is the is the people that show up in the challenge that are all working towards the same goal in the forum. The support in there is just phenomenal and it's private. So people are re- I'm noticing that how intimate I mean there's people talking about they're making friends. They're actually talking about planning there was a suggestion to plan a a big trip here to California, and they would they say have a bonfire here at Hermosa Beach, but we don't, they don't allow bonfires, but they, we allow them in, in El Segundo. But just coming, all coming together in one place and celebrating their their weight loss because they're getting so close in that form and supporting each other and really building friendships. And because it's private, I think it keeps the riffraff and the idiots outside of the that they have negative comments. I told them the one, number one rule, there was no negativity allowed in this forum. Nobody being nasty or mean because you'd automatically be disqualified from not only the forum but from the challenge, from the website, just completely disconnected because I don't believe in that crap. And I think it's – I believe in bringing love. If you, if you have nothing nice to say, then say nothing. Bring love and, 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 and support. And so I think between the content, the video training, the workouts, which – which Janie put the other one the other day that I did yesterday kicked my butt. It was great. Uh, all that together, and you have this, this 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 tribe that is coming together, supporting each other. I think there's nothing else out like out like it. And I, even though it's not even done yet, and I've had all kinds of challenges, and I'm still changing the face of it on a daily basis. My poor members in there are probably wondering where things I move things around because I'm trying to make it easier and better. But the goal is is that to make a long story short. We're going to have another challenge for those who want to be in it to win it, kind of want a prize. They want the carrot dangled. We'll be launching that again in a, um, in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think we'll, we start, we'll start the pre-launch in a couple of weeks, but actually they won't be able to join until we until my first group is moving into phase three, so it's a whole other section so no one's getting mixed up. Everyone's date stamped so we know who, who joined now. So it's not like you can join now and get in for the first prize. You can't game the system. We've got to figure it out pretty good. But I just want to make sure that whatever is going to motivate people to get up and show up in their lives and get the, get the fat off and get healthy, um, is I'm going to do it. And then we also are creating an affiliate program within ATG90X that means every time you share – the program with someone else, you actually get paid instantly in your PayPal account. And if you don't have one, you just create a PayPal account. Every time you get someone joins, you get 50% of whatever their tuition is to join the uh, the challenge. 
instantly in your account. So literally you can actually be in the challenge, share it with two people, and have your monthly uh, dues, if you will, paid for. So you can actually be in the challenge for free, still be in it for the prize, and, as you, and if you decide you want to share it with even more people, you actually can generate an income from it. Because I told you that my initial goal a year ago or two years ago was to get 10,000 people. Now I want 100,000 people. I want 500,000 people. I want to reach as many people as I can. And if it means that you got it by all means necessary. So sharing the love by sharing the revenue, by giving everyone an opportunity that they can share something that they believe in, they can make a few bucks at the same time to actually can get value out of the protocol and pay for their pay for their tuition. I also didn't want to be didn't want to be in a place where we have people that go, I can't afford it, you know, or you know, I can't afford this right now. But guess what? You can afford it if you bring two of your friends to come in with you because now you are the one that got them signed up. You've now paid for your tuition, so affordability is not the issue. And if you haven't figured me out yet. I got to tell you that, you know, I put up the website because I didn't want affordability to stop people from doing this protocol. I, I, Jay and I spent the $1,500 a piece to do the diet. I knew that the, the rest of the world, not everybody had 1500 bucks. So now we took a 1500 which is sometime now $2,500 um, protocol at the clinics and bought it to $150 or less protocol to make it affordable. Now we're bringing a coaching program that literally all you have to do is do what you're doing anyway, share the love, and you can actually get it for free or end up actually making making a few bucks that you, that pays for your tuition. So you get the education, you get the camaraderie, you get the support, and you get your body of your life. And that's what it's all about. So I keep thinking outside the box. I just want to make sure we share the love. I also have a business to run, so we have to charge 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 for our time because I think that, you know, free has only so much value after a while. And, and, and you know, the sad thing is that I've proven it because I've given, I've given, uh, I've given my own personal supply of HCG to over 12 people that had hard luck stories or I wouldn't say story. They really just were challenged and they wanted to do the protocol and they couldn't afford it. And I just was so, it was so heavy on my heart to do it. And I got to tell you, 100% of them never completed the protocol. 100% of them was given something that would change their life, given something that they so desperately said they wanted to have, and not one person finished the diet. They started it, and something came up, and it had no value. Guess what? They didn't pay for it. It was like it wasn't like they they didn't they didn't make the step to have to sacrifice whatever it took to get the stuff to them, to wait for it, to go through that anticipation, to figure it out, and, and to and just to be present about it. And guess what? It, it didn't serve them, and you know, and I and I learned. So anything worth having has to come with some sort of a price, and I believe that we have probably the most valuable content when it comes to this protocol anywhere on the web, anywhere in the country right now. I would say right now in the world, when it comes to this in the world, and I just know that I had I had a doctor's appointment today and talked to the doctor and he talked about the diet, told him about the book, and he's like, oh my god. I need to have your book. I need to sit down with you. I need to know how to do this protocol because I want to offer this thing. And I was like, I, I know more than most doctors when it comes to this protocol. So I know that I have very valuable content. I could probably t- charge ten times what I charge for it. Because, but I, my thing is, I don't want it to be out of reach for people. It's not about money. It's about changing lives. And you can do both and still keep it reasonable. So end of that 
announcement. So that's the announcement. The challenges are coming up. So those of you who have been asking about it, are we having another one? Yes, we're having another one. So when I say sign up for it, guys, you better sign up for it. Uh, but also just know that the affiliate program is going to be live here in just a matter of a few days. So you'll be able to actually go to the website, even if you're a member or not. You can go to our affiliate page. You can sign up to be an affiliate. Every time you share your link, somebody – the whole sign-up process walks you through it very easy. It's so simple. But um, when you sign up and someone you send somebody to the page, if they sign up, you automatically, literally within mid-seconds, the money shows up in your account. And that's why I like – that's how I like things to be. I don't want to be having your money. I don't want some – I don't want to – I don't want to deal with it. I like, I like everyone to get what they're supposed to get when they're supposed to get it, but what I want most is for you to share the love, and if it's about dangling carrots and vacation packages, and if it's about, you know, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever tickles you to get you to do, to get you to get this protocol in somebody else's hands so their life can change, I'm going to make, I'm going to do it. So that said, we got about 22 minutes, um, open up the lines, and I'm going to take the hands. You guys know the drill. You got a question, push one on your phone and push your hand up. Um, I'll take the, the calls that are in order, and we'll go from there, and then hopefully we'll have enough time for everybody because I did talk a lot longer than I planned, but that's what I do. So anyway, first caller, the hand's been up for a while. Uh, prefix 562-708, you are on the air. Hi, Colin. This is Sandy from Palm Springs. Hey, Sandy. How are you? I'm fine. I just wanted you to know that uh, I have a what is called a brief case thermos. My husband was a diabetic, and I can put that in our suitcase with the ice in it, and I can carry the insulin, the HCG, whatever. They never bother it, nothing. I've taken it on the go. plane with, with the ice in it, and it they don't give me any problems about it. Also, there you go. For, for this weekend... Because I've really made this commitment, I've got company coming. I called them and I told them, look, at my house this weekend, there's no potato salad, there's no this, there's no that, and if you can't respect what I need, then I need for you not to come. And I want you to know that. One of my my very best friends decided that it was too much for her. She couldn't handle it. So she's, she's bowed out for the weekend. And I have to, I have to respect that, but I have to take care of me. Absolutely. So, tell them how much, tell them how much, tell them how much weight you lose the first day. Um, ten. Was, not was, ten point six. Was that crazy? Crazy number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ten point six. I'm at twelve. I'm at twelve six now. Oh, gotta love that man. She called me. She lost. She lost ten point six pounds the very first day after her low calorie diet. I was like, I think you take the record there, girl. Not a problem, and I just really, really appreciate you, and thank you for the uh, making me a why person because that is what I have been is a why person. And what you did, you just set the bar real high that you actually, that just showed you loved yourself enough to say, you know what, I'm in it, this is for me, and this is what I'm doing, these are my boundaries, and if you can't respect my boundaries, I totally understand, still love it, like, you know, pig loves mud, but this is for me, and I think that was hugely powerful, um, that's an amazing thing you did for yourself, congrats, great job. Thank, thank you for, for giving me back my power. Hey, amen, I sister, you give, it. It, you give it back to me, I appreciate it, thank you, Sammy. Wow, that's powerful. Okay, uh, eight one three two six three. You're on the air. 
Hey, Colin. It's uh, Jeremy. Um, Jeremy, what's up, brother? I uh, My wife has strep throat, and she's not been able to finish the protocol. I, she can't really eat anything. I'm just curious if you could give me any insight on what to do, or should she come off the protocol, or I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I would... Okay. Well, does she does she still want to be on the protocol, or she want to? Um, yeah. Well, you remember we, we talked. Okay, she can't eat anything. So what is she doing? Poor thing. <laughs> She's been trying to drink, you know, like apple juice and stuff that would keep her hydrated, no, she but she's not been able to do anything. Yeah, I mean, I would still stick with the water, and what I would do, if if she still needs to have protein, she can go off the protocol if she needs to, you know, so you have that eight-day window where your body can take a rest, but she still needs to take in food. So I would go from solid food to um, protein shakes, um, either Warrior, Sun Warrior protein, any kind of protein supplement, whey protein that has no sugar in it. Um, have her sip it really slow because if you drink protein quickly, it gets you very bloated and very gassy. Um, I would have maybe I wouldn't really worry about because I think each I think you could have two scoops of protein. It's going to be probably about 210 calories a drink, but it's got like 30, 40 grams of protein. So I would have her drink the you know whatever flavor she likes and have maybe two of the three of those throughout the day, um, along with uh, her water. Um, and, and, and then see how, how long she can get past the strep throat. But a lot of times it's not uncommon for some people to get some sort of um, sickness when their body's detoxing, and it just it, it could happen weeks into the protocol. Um, but if she wants to be on a protocol and still wants to get the protein intake, I would switch from solid food to protein shakes. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything you're doing for us. Dude, thank you, man. You you've been you you suited up and showed up big time, man. And I and you've been supporting you know you guys in the forum, so I appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right, man. Bye, right, buddy. All right, seven zero two three seven nine. Is this Bridget? This is Bridget. <laughs> Hi, Colin. How you doing? Um, I really needed this. Uh, program you had tonight because I am a wonder why person. In fact, all my friends always tease me because I'm always asking, I wonder why about everything in life. I had an experience where I had pickles and I thought, well, yeah. I wonder why the pickles aren't on there because it's, you know, it's vinegar, cucumbers, and uh, there was garlic in it, but there was no sugar or nothing like that. But uh. some of the other members told me it was probably the Salt. I should make my own homemade pickles out of cucumbers. Well, also, also, you know that vinegar is not on the protocol, except for vinegar? apple cider vinegar, which is a oh, just vinegar, apple cider actual, vinegar. Only apple cider vinegar is the only vinegar you can have on the protocol. That, oh. and, so, and, 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 and be honest, I'm surprised they, they even though mustard is allowed, plain mustard, because mustard has some vinegar in it, but it's very little. But okay. pickles, I, I, you have not, you know, you, you're probably probably the hundredth person that I have talked to over the last few years that made that same mistake and have had the same exact. There's no one who's gotten away with a pickle without without blowing up. <laughs> Yeah. Really, and I don't know if it's the sodium content or what. And, and your mind goes, yeah, it's only what a pickled cucumber, right? So I mean, how bad can it be? You can have cucumber. Why can't you have a pickle? Don't know what the process is. Don't know if it's the high sodium content or not. But it does does yeah. does cause huge gains. Um, and I read that in the forum that you had the pickle thing, and everyone answered you kind of well. I didn't need to chime in because people were really giving you all the, the all the. I only chime in when I see somebody give uh, give an advice or a comment that that 
could lead you down the wrong road. But if somebody's given good good answers, I'm gonna leave it alone. And uh, I saw that. So yeah, you learned that one. Yeah. Now we can't have mustard, but or with mustard powder only. You can actually have mustard too. I mean, if you have one oh, of my favorite okay. salad dressings is Bragg's. Um, either a little bit of melted coconut oil or some MTC oil and mustard. And that's, that's, that is almost like one of the dressings I eat almost every day when I have a salad. It's just the bomb diggity um, salad dressing. So you can't have plain good old mustard. Okay, great. Okay. Um, so, and speaking of coconut oil, a lot of the people help me with this one too. I know about coconut oil and I know all the good benefits. I know we can have it. Now, yeah. I just wanted, you know, to confirm that I'm doing the right thing. We can use that all over our body and it won't absorb into calories? No, absolutely not. You actually I used I used um I used the coconut oil almost exclusively when I did the protocol uh the first and second time as my moisturizer out of the shower. I put the, I had a, co- a thing of coconut oil in the I mean I glistened like a you know baked turkey but it, it definitely <laughs> it definitely helped with the moisture. Yeah. No it's actually really good for the skin too. So yeah. It's it's so we're uh, not gonna get calories from that? No, it's not going to absorb. It's not going to absorb into the into the skin and count as calories in your diet. So no, you can use okay, it. Okay, yeah. But to consume it, we can only have two teaspoons. Right, and it's because it's very high in calorie, and 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 you can, but you have two teaspoons per serving of food. So if you're cooking lunch and dinner, you can actually have it in your lunch and your dinner oh, servings. Okay. But it's really it's oh. really meant for you to use. Actually, I mean, even if you're not cooking with coconut oil, you should dilute it and still take it. It, it doesn't taste really good. I mean, it tastes fine, but drinking oil is never really good. But you should eat coconut oil anyway. We've already calculated those calories into the daily menu. So it's just so good for the body that even if you're not cooking with it, you should ingest it. So, um, yeah, on both meals, it's there for you to saute your vegetables, your your make your eggs or whatever, and it just allows you to, to taste. It makes the food taste better, and it's also great for you. Yeah. Okay, so I can I'm good on that. I can put it on my body and I can have it with each meal. Okay. Yeah. Last yes. question. Last yes. question. It's more of a vitamin type question because I work nine at night till five in the morning, and mm-hmm. I just get this like I know coffee and I just get burnt out on coffee. But when I like one o'clock in the morning and I know I still have like five hours before I get to go to sleep, mm-hmm. could I get mm-hmm. a five hour energy? I was going to tell you, that's what you take, five-hour energy. It's got no sugar. It's got nothing in it that has um, stalled the weight, and that's that's my go-to booster because um, oh, it, it, doesn't cra- it doesn't crash you. Yeah, so I would recommend really? doing the five-hour energy. Okay, that makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I want five-hour energy. <laughs> okay, thank yeah, you, Colin. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds great. All righty. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. All right, um, next caller, 405-837, you're on the air. You're the one who's not looking. Colin. Hello? Yeah. Hi, how you doing? This is Yvette. And I did not mean to push the button, but since I'm on here, I'm going to ask you a question anyway. All right. Um, the, uh, when you fix the turkey chili, can you have the turkey chili for one of your meals and then have your, your um, like a hamburger for the second meal, I mean, I know they're not exactly the same thing, but they're both ground meats. Yeah, yeah, no, one's ground turkey and one's ground beef. So, are you so making, it doesn't you make any turkey? difference. No, turkey chicken is turkey. Turkey is turkey, and beef is beef. So, yeah, those are two separate protein choices. So, absolutely, you can have them in the same day. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't mean ground. to push the button. So, huh? Well, no, but. 
it, it, just because they're ground doesn't mean that you can't. They're two separate sources of protein, so you can have them both mm-hmm. regards to the ground or not. But, hey, that's a good question. Somebody else may have had that same question, so I appreciate you asking it. Okay, thanks. All right, thank you. All right, guys, that's the last hand, unless you got uh, any more hands to go up. Um, we can close it out. We did good. We got 11 minutes left, so that's perfect timing. So, as always, I hope that I, you know, brought something of value to the conversation. I usually just uh, speak my heart, and um, and and hopefully that's that land. It, you know, it lands on somebody that needs it. But ultimately, guys, and just quick recap. You know, think ahead of the game. Try and put your, the schedule in front of you, very much like uh, Sandy did. You know, it was like, you know what? This is the event coming up. It's a holiday weekend. It's surrounded by people hanging out and getting together. I don't mind hanging out with you, but these are the things I need to do, and these are the things that I'm going to do. You're welcome to do what you need to do, but this is what I need to do, and this is what's not going to be available, or, or I'm not going to be partaking in this aspect of whatever. And you just set your boundaries, and people will show up either support it or not support it, but it doesn't – it makes it perfectly okay because it gives them choice. It gives everyone wants to have an option. And ultimately, it's about you. It's about your journey. And this is probably one of the few times that you're going to have somebody say, give you permission to be a little narcissistic because it's that important. It is that important getting through this protocol and reaching your goal is that important. You guys – living in the body you want to live in and feel the way you want to feel and look the way you want to look is that important. And it, it can only be that important to you because no one else is going to – it's not going to be that important as important to everyone else. They may care and they may, you know, want it for you, but ultimately you're the one that's going to experience it. So set your boundaries. Um, like that was a great example. Set your boundaries. Love yourself enough through it one day at a time. And I promise you, you'll love the way you look and feel um, when it's all said and done. And and you also will just feel so much better about who you are, who showed up for you, and who fought for you. Because a lot of times, guys, we don't fight for ourselves. We don't we don't we don't show up for ourselves, and we get angry at ourselves. And so it's a lot. Of, this is a great opportunity to get let go of a lot of baggage. And uh, you'll be surprised at getting through this protocol and getting to where you want to go. It's not just a weight loss journey. It's a spiritual journey. It's an emotional journey. And you're going to find out a lot about yourself. But you're also going to walk out of there going, my God, look what I was able to do. Look where I've come. Look look what what I've become. And i got to tell you, there's no more empowering feeling than to be there for yourself and be in integrity with yourself and actually reach your goal, especially something that's been kicking your butt year in and year out for maybe decades. Um, and that's this weight, this weight gain thing and this weight loss journey and this yo-yo dieting. And it really has to do with you just saying one of these days, you know, I'm, I'm willing to love myself enough to be all I can be. And that's what it is. And I'm here for you. I want to be here, you know, be here for you and do what I can to help you get there. But ultimately it's up to you. So like I said, you know, believe in yourself and always act as if the world is watching. And if you do that and you live it one day at a time, one moment at a time, one second at a time, stay in the present, you'll be perfect. Anyway, guys, that's it for me. I'm going to check out. Uh, Love you bunches. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.